Space, where I get to speak with Ann Cosma of Flipgrid. She is bringing so much energy, so much positivity, so many great pro tips as we start to unpack Flipgrid. This is a conversation that's not about the beginning steps of Flipgrid, but how do we take the tool and integrate it into a lot of the things that educators are trying to figure out as we're facing face-to-face -face hybrid and online learning. I really encourage you to also check out the video. It's posted on YouTube. It'll be in the show notes um, as we get going because she's going to demo some things, but her message, 99% of this, works so well just in audio form. So enjoy this powerful conversation with Ann Cosma of Flipgrid. Here we go. Woke up at six o'clock in the morning, chilling with coffee mugs, me and coffee chugs, talking education all across the nation, pushing boundaries, thinking innovation, Aaron Mauer, outside the box thinker, here to teach each and every teacher how to tinker, living on the edge of chaos, born insane, listening to coffee chugs like happy for the brain, one of the top teachers in Iowa, word is born, here to show the world that there's more here than corn. Chaos. Guys. Guys, gals, parents, teachers, students, who's ever watching, we have Anne, and as part of Flipgrid, I'm going to let her introduce herself here in just a second, but I just need to preface this before we even get started. If, if you don't have your coffee, those that are watching, I've got my coffee, um, you better get some caffeine in you because I've seen enough of Anne's presentations, the whole Flipgrid team, actually. Um, she's bringing energy. She's bringing buzz, and so if you've got a little, little sleep in your eye, you better wake up because we're coming with it, and I think you guys, I don't think. I know you are going to absolutely love this session as so many of you have been asking for help with engagement and interaction and trying to document student learning and just all the things and, and we have a tool that's going to make that happen. So before we get into that, Anne, who are you? What do you do and what's going on? Well, Erin, and to everybody listening in, thanks for inviting me. I'm so excited to be here to share Flipgrid with you, but really truly like from one teacher to another, we're here to talk about ideas. So whether it's a, a brain zing, an idea fest, a learning party, whatever we want to call this, I want to start by saying thanks. Thanks for inviting me to share, but thank you to every single educator out there who's working so hard, bringing the heart and hustle to empower learning communities. So my name is Ann Cosma, and I have the great privilege to serve as an educator innovation lead on Team Flipgrid. And what that means is I'm a teacher helping teachers. So I have 17 years of experience in public education in Southern California. I was a first grade one-to-one -one teacher for a long, long, long time. And then I became a, what we call on the West Coast, a TOSA. So a teacher on special assignment, which meant I was like a specialist, a coach. I was a teacher helping teachers with the innovative and instructional use of technology from kindergarten through eighth grade. So now I do a lot of support, celebration, and encouragement, empowerment. We create resources. We do professional development. You'll see me all over social sharing ideas, but I'm so excited to take a deeper dive and talk ideas with you, Erin, and share possibilities for your educators, um, not only in your community, but beyond. Yeah, I, I love it. And so just to set the stage for those that are maybe tuning in that, that aren't in the putting out the fires of online teaching PD, it's free. The links will be in the show notes. But we're going to start this conversation with the assumption that you understand how Flipgrid works. So this is not a necessarily a how-to. We, we're going to show some of those things. But because there's Flipgrid's already created so many incredible resources and tutorials and steps, not just Flipgrid, but the Flipgrid community, um, there's so much out there. So we're, we're assuming that you know what Flipgrid is. And, and maybe we'll just do 
a quick little 30 second elevator pitch of what it is, but we want to get into the ideas that teachers are looking for. Like, okay, I understand how to use Flipgrid, but I, I need help with how this helps me solve or improve some of the things I'm struggling with, whether it's face-to-face, -face, hybrid, or online. And so for those that are, that are tuning in, you have probably already checked out the on-demand PD, which kind of gets you all set up um, in terms of how Flipgrid works, or you've, you've already been using it and, and you're familiar with it. So if you haven't done that, you know, this might be a good time to go pause and check that out. And, and if you haven't, you're, this will still make sense to you, but I just want you to know that's how we're coming at this conversation. And so, and before we get into some of those deep dives, um, what is the quick 30 second, you know, elevator pitch? Not that we're trying to sell it, but so people do wrap their head around it in case they are new to Flipgrid. Yeah. So Flipgrid is a completely free social learning platform. Um, it is an asynchronous video. So you are not bound by geography or time zone that gives students the, the freedom and flexibility to create in as simple or as sophisticated of a way that they want. But basically teachers, create these discussion prompts we call them topics and you invite students to to share their voice so whether it's a daily check-in or an exit ticket or a deep dive on your academic content it's free it's fun educators remain in control of the environment and it's just a great way to celebrate learning pathways as people share their authentic voice yeah, and I love it. And, and, and the last thing I'll say, and then I want to get into the good stuff that the teachers have been begging for is, you know, this is, this is a, a one of those tools that um, what I love about it is we're all pressed for time. We're pressed for time in our work-life balance. We're pressed for time with our kids. Uh, we're pressed for time in trying to get the learning across. And the, one of the last things we want to do is spend a lot of time trying to teach a kid how to use a tool in order for us to be able to achieve the learning that we're trying to get to in the first place. And the amazing thing about Flipgrid is if you can – understand how to click or push a giant big red button the end it works and so i i hope that when you when you explore that if it is your first time like literally in 30 seconds you can be up and running and soaking your kids and then all the amazing things that come with it just come with time and practice and so that's one of the things i love is it's you spend this amount of time on learning the tool and this amount of time actually on the learning which is all what, what, we're, what we're striving for um, yeah so it's and aaron i love to say like take the stress and pressure off of yourself because I encourage people to push buttons and that's how Flipgrid was designed. So you talked about that big red universally recognized record button, a green arrow, you know, a signifying next, but I'm a former first grade teacher. So I've used this in preschool, in kinder with kids being successful. So don't be afraid to push buttons or have a play-based experience to learn because you'll find quickly, oh yeah, super easy. I can do this. My students can do this. Yeah, I love it. And so let's get into this stuff here. I know when, when before we hit record, um, I had shared with you some things that I know that, that teachers have been asking for. And, and the things that they're, I'm going to say struggle, not that, that teachers aren't equipped because they're, they're amazing people, but as, as, as how we teach and how we learn has drastically shifted and who knows what it's going to look like from day to day, you know, we're trying to find ways to increase student engagement. Um, how do we get kids, especially in online, for kids to, you know, we're not here to get, get, give a talk on how do we get kids to turn their screens on, their video screens and do that kind of stuff. Either they, they, they don't want to or they're not engaged in that way. But this is a tool that I think can help with engagement. How do we build some interaction? You know, and probably the one thing that every teacher is looking for is how do I gather what the kids know and don't know, you know, we'll call it assessment, but don't always think about it as like a paper pencil test. And so I know those are three huge topics that can each be 
probably a whole hour thing on its own. So I just wanted to lay all the cards on the table. And then, Anne, I want you to kind of jump in. I know you've got a lot of stuff to share um, in terms of how you want to attack it. And then we'll just have some conversation around it um, from there. And, and uh, so, yeah, interaction, engagement. I know those are one and two in the same, may or may or may not, depending on, on your opinion on some things. And then, you know, just kind of collecting information and, and, and understanding do kids understand it or not? Um, yeah. So I'm, gonna, I'm just going to throw it your way and let you start running with it. And then we'll just talk about stuff as we go. Well, so I just want to encourage folks again, Flipgrid can be as simple or as sophisticated as you want it to be. If you're using a mobile device or your computer on a browser, it can literally be a selfie style video, or you can utilize all the camera tools to have creative filters and frames and sticker elements. If you've created in a different tool and want to upload a video, you can definitely do that. But I always want to encourage folks and say, take the pressure off yourselves. Just like we'll never get to the end of the internet, we will never get to the end of Flipgrid. Uh, it's unlimited, but really truly, it's only limited by our imagination, right? So when I think of engagement, I think of students wanting to emotionally invest in learning. And even in my own classroom as a coach, I always said, you know, students don't emotionally invest in worksheets, but when we challenge them to create or give them the opportunity to own their learning in new ways, they're going to automatically invest in it. That also ups the engagement, it ups the motivation, it ups the retention of information. So Erin, I always told my students, Mwahaha, this is like what I wanna do as a teacher. I want it to be hard fun. I wanna hook you in, but I wanna empower you to own your learning journey. And guess what? It becomes sticky and you remember those experiences, yeah. right? So we're at the onset of a completely unprecedented school year. As everything shifted in the spring, folks, you know, we're in these various scenarios and I think about community building, right? And I wanna share a few things and then I'm gonna share my screen, but to me, everything is rooted in community. And school foundations, every academic foundation, every knowledge point, everything you grow on is built on that kind of foundation relationships and community. So to slow it down and get to know your students at the beginning of a school year, you'll find out who they are as unique individuals. You'll learn about their passions and interests. You'll learn about their identity and who they are. So if you think about things like using Flipgrid for a daily check-in, hey, how's it going? What's your pulse? Share an emoji about how you're feeling, right? I saw one recently somebody tweeted out called Weekend Stories. And I thought, that's kind of cool because we all have different experiences, but you can learn a lot about somebody. Um, a morning meeting, talking about expectations, having conversations about what your learning goals are. Um, community builders, asking people to share name pronunciations and the, the power and identity in that. Um, we've seen really great ways that staffs had done a virtual introduction using Flipgrid, talking about, hey, meet the community, meet the campus, meet the staff. Um, virtual back-to-school nights already, right? Or a read-aloud, celebrating your authentic reading lives. So all of these ideas are just sort of getting the brain zings started, right? And what I'm going to do, Erin, is share my screen and you should see this just about right now. Yep. Um, we are in the Flipgrid Discovery Library now. So I have to share this as a place 
where educators can go and find ready to use content. It literally is 27,000 plus topics at your fingertips, but don't be overwhelmed by that number because there's lots of ways to dig in with purpose, right? So you'll notice across the top all of these spotlights, whether it's the Langston League, the Metropolitan Museum of Art, Minecraft Education, Made by Dyslexia, and then Wonderopolis. So you scroll down and you find really incredible things like a topic of the day and a wonder of the day. But I want to take a moment and talk about all of the partners you'll find in the Flipgrid Discovery Library. So take a minute and look at these names and I'm gonna scroll down because there's even more, but folks like Lego Education, Breakout EDU, Epic Books for Kids, the Pacer Center with anti-bullying content, Code.org, Buncee, the News Literacy Project, the Equal Justice Initiative, Capstone and Pebble Go. I mean, these are incredible resources right at your fingertips and you can come in and find popular topics or their entire playlist. So like when you think about the beginning of the year and I think about all of the read alouds I would do in my first grade classroom, you can literally come here and find content from partners and then save it for future use or add it and use it immediately in your own community. But not only do you have this partner content, you have other resources like trending topics from around the world made just for you based on the grade level or content area you indicated when you signed up for Flipgrid. And then I wanna talk about these featured collections because yeah, you definitely have probably explored that on-demand PD. It's myself and my two teammates, Jess and Jornay, we're the three teachers on Team Flipgrid helping you. So check that out and it'll take you all through the step-by-step -step of getting started. This is a brand new collection, No Voice Too Small. This book just launched yesterday and it is all about kid activists sharing their voice. So I love this example of DJ Annie Red, who's talking about her anti-bullying campaign, but you'll find really cool things like mm, writer's workshop or workshop ideas from authors and poets, like Janet Wong is talking about using quotations in writing. So mentor text, real life examples, tons of possibilities with the content that's just right at your fingertips in the discovery library. Yeah, and Anne, and I wanna, yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I, I know you're on a roll, but one of the things I think is really important because I know a lot of educators um, are being asked to kind of, I'm gonna say quote unquote, and I've got my fingers in the air, you know, create their own content. And yeah. I, what I mean by that is they're being asked to have their face on the screen, their face in the lessons. Um, and I, I just wanna clarify, maybe you're gonna say it, and I apologize if, if you're gonna go that route, is the beauty of these as you're clicking through these and you're seeing like oh my gosh I don't have to reinvent the wheel no you don't but number two as you use these you can edit and modify it the way you want so just because you know I'm looking at Lego education because I love Lego they created something when you add it to your stuff and I know some of you know this but some of you if you are new maybe don't know you can still go in and put your video in you can still go in and edit and kind of give it your own flavor of words Absolutely. so just because it's here doesn't mean that it's like locked in stone and I think that's 
one of the things that I know when I've worked with schools, you know, in, in, in the area now is they like, oh, that's great, but I have to have my video. Well, yeah, you can. Like now you just, you just tweak a one little element versus trying to create the whole entire thing. So I just, I just want to interject that because I know that that's yeah. a struggle for a lot of people that it's easy to overlook that if you didn't know you could do that. And I'm so glad that you said that because that's exactly true. I mean, you can come in. I just want to show you can filter by subject or by audience. So say folks are wanting to use Flipgrid for any kind of assessment, formative assessment, a daily wrap up, check in. Hey, here's some problem. Use all the tools. Prove it to me. That's what I always told my students. Prove it to me, right? So you could search by your subject area or an audience by grade level or do a general search, but you just hit the nail on the head. Absolutely, and I'm gonna come in right here and let's say, um, oh my gosh, where is it real quick? Here's this all about me one that I created and I love this as a getting started. You can see it teaches kids what buttons to push as they're getting started, but making that all about me topic. And let's say I add it and I'm gonna select the group that I wanna add it to. So I'm gonna send it right here to some you know, sample. And I now have the ability to edit anything I want. I'm not getting the author's videos. I'm not getting any of their students' responses. I'm just getting the template of the topic to use in my community. And one of the things you notice is you definitely can change that media. So if I don't want this little emoji, I'm just gonna delete it. And now look at all of these resources you can use. Aaron, click that record button. It's now your face that's saying, hey students, today we're talking about how to give an introduction. I want you to practice this with your oral language speaking. Add some interesting details. If you want to, do that pre-write, send it in as a doc attached to the topic. Again, this can be as simple or sophisticated as you want it to be, but whether it's recording a video, uploading a video, choosing from YouTube or Vimeo, those images, giffies, emojis, I love an emoji, <laughs> but like using resources from either Microsoft or Google, Kahoot, Wakelet, Nearpod, Newzilla, Adobe Spark, Wonderopolis, and Buncee. Tons of possibilities, right? So I'm just gonna click cancel on this as a quick example. And just say, friends, the Disco Library, if we call it Discovery now, but it was called Disco because learning is a party, right? It's always <laughs> an adventure. But definitely check it out as a place to just find your next topic or even share them if you want to with the world, right? Um, so when I think about other outside the box ways that are super simple, you might be familiar with this button up inside of your Flipgrid account called Shorts. This is your own creative space within Flipgrid. And I'm actually gonna click on mine and you'll see I have a bunch of silly random ones. I create content that I share out, but I'm actually gonna scroll down and show you one of these examples. And I'm gonna zoom in a teeny tiny bit. And Erin, I'll share this link and you can share it with your community, but former first grade teacher here. Phonics, phonemic awareness, vowels, short vowels, long vowel patterns. That's what I think about when I close my eyes at night. How would I be teaching this in a remote setting? How would I be teaching it utilizing technology in a face-to-face -face setting? So if you see on screen, that literally is text boxes and emojis, and then one separate emoji that becomes a bouncing ball 
instructional video, right? So this is just something, I'm gonna go ahead and just kind of scrub through here, but you'll see I start to just move that button as I am teaching and, oh, hey, check it out. There's captions too. So I could utilize the caption feature to support readers, etc. So I think about endless possibilities. Here's an example on screen you can see utilizing emojis and the inking tool to do multi-digit addition, right? Or it comes back to how am I going to engage my students? I want to let them create. And that looks different for everybody based on learning modalities. It, it is sparked by different interests and passions, which, hey, if I know you and I know you're into coffee, you might say, hey, make a, make a math problem about coffee, right? Um, I mean, tons of possibilities when you think about this. Um, and again, it can be as silly or as simple as sophisticated. Here's one I did for my mom, right? And I sent it to her on a birthday. So. Different, different ways, different possibilities for folks to create. Um, I wanna share another pro tip that as you're thinking about how you can even organize your content, right? Um, this is the beauty and flexibility of Flipgrid. But if you know a little bit about Flipgrid or if you're just getting started, Everything is rooted in that discussion tab. To me, this part of Flipgrid is home base. It's always where I get started. But you organize your topics using groups. So that topic, remember, is an individual assignment, discussion, prompt, whatever you want it to be. And the group, I think of it like my classroom. Period one, Spanish. Period two, Spanish. Period three, prep. Period four, whatever, right? you can have as many groups or as many topics as you want. And I'm gonna actually click on one of these as a sample. And you'll see, I have one topic here called my virtual classroom. And what I did was just use that topic prompt and I added in some hyperlinks to it, right? So my students, when I view this as a student, my students can come here and check in and say, oh, hey, it's 11 o'clock. I need to go to my reading content. And they click on reading, and it now takes you to a completely different space. And I've organized it. I'm hypercritical about naming protocols. Comes back to the first grade teacher in me, but you'll also see I rock an emoji. I maybe want to include what date something is happening, but I definitely am taking advantage of one of the features called duplicate so that I'm working smarter, not harder and clicking less buttons and letting Flipgrid do the work for me, right? So these are just some of the things that roll around in my head when I want folks to say, oh yeah, not only can I empower student voice, but it's a crazy powerful educator platform for me to use to organize and share content too. Yeah, I love that too. And as, as you're as you're going through that, you know, I, I know um, another, um, I hate to say a hurdle, I, I don't mean to be so negative with that. But like, I know that that some educators feel constrained with, you know, they're, they're being asked to say everything has to be in Google Classroom or Canvas or Schoology or, you know, whatever it might be. And so as, as you're creating that, I can, I, I, I can just feel the energy already through osmosis and, and, and predicting in the future when they're watching the recording of how excited they're going to be. And I think one of the things that's important is, you know, Flipgrid and, and, 
you know, integrates with all those platforms. And so you can weave that into a canvas. You can weave that into a classroom and still have, you know, what you're showing here and people going, oh my gosh, yes. You know, it still plays really nice with all those platforms that we're also being asked to use because it is important that we have coherence with our schools and our districts. And so while we're learning Flipgrid, you know, that may be new for some people, you, you can still, it still works, you know, or, or we just in, in the PD did a session with, with Pear Deck and we talked about, oh, awesome. in Pear Deck, we were talking about the integration, like you can literally build the Flipgrid into the Pear Deck so the kids yeah. don't have to leave the Pear Deck, but they can still do the Flipgrid. If you're like, Flipgrid does this really well. Well, yeah, and it still works really well within Pear Deck and you know all the different things that you already have integrated. So I just think as, as, as people are learning, also realize it doesn't have to be a standalone feature. Flipgrid, that's the beauty of Flipgrid. It plays so well with just about everything. I'm sure there's an asterisk somewhere. I've yet to find it, but I'm sure there's, there's some platform, you know, because not everything is utopia, but man, it's, it's pretty darn near close. So the cool thing, Erin, too, that I, I know that these are conversations educators are having, like, it's also the, the, sometimes the stress and anxiety we put on ourselves, like, oh my God, I'm learning all these new things. I don't know how to do it. So the beauty of knowing there is flexibility is freeing too, right? And I love that you brought this up. Yes, Flipgrid does play nicely with basically every platform out there. Here's the one I have found, a Kindle Fire right? That it, it, it's not compatible with a Kindle Fire. So that's I don't think Kindle app. Fire works with about anything. I feel like Kindle Fire. The only <laughs> one I know about. And, um, but like if you're utilizing Google Classroom or Microsoft Teams or, or even Remind, but if you're using other tools that, that aren't shown here, it's as simple as copy and paste that URL, right? So if it's Class Dojo, if it's Schoology, if it's Seesaw, if it's any other platform, Pear Deck, etc., copy, paste, and share. I send the link in texts and emails to people all the time. So I think sometimes just being reminded of, hey, it can be as simple as you want it to be. Don't get lost in overthinking things sometimes too, especially as it's new. And especially if you're clicking buttons and just getting started. But I do wanna share a few other resources that will empower your community to find, hey, I can use this right away. And another thing, I've probably said it a couple times already, brainsings and learning parties, right? So I always talked about brain power with my students in my first grade classroom, and it's kind of morphed into all these brain zings lately. Um, let me do this. I'm going to just come right here to flipgrid.com, okay? Home base getting started. You'll notice across the top there's a shortcut to a remote learning guide, but I also want to point out there's a shortcut to the help center, all right? This is, I kid you not, friends, my number one go-to favorite resource to share because it's answers at your fingertips to everything you could possibly want to know. So let's say you want videos to remain private to just you as an educator, right? So if you start typing in words, you're gonna see article suggestions. Are videos private? Video moderation. Oh yeah, that sounds like something I wanna check out. And literally it'll take you right there It'll tell you how to use the tool. It'll show you what it looks like. So check this out. As you're creating a topic, notice you can simply toggle that on 
And that means now videos remain private to you as an educator, right? And yeah, and that's the toggle yeah. right there. So I'm gonna right put, a, put the asterisk in right here because a lot of educators are talking about trying to wrap their head around using Flipgrid for assessment. Yeah. This, this is the option. This is, I'm just throwing it in there. Um, you know, my wife uses it. She's an eighth grade algebra teacher. And in the spring when she was doing this, this is how kids can submit. They don't, yeah. and they can't copy one another's answer. But then when the time is right, when the, when the assessment's over and maybe you want to explore the, the 20 different ways kids solve things, whether it's a form you know, and you, and you want to have some conversation around that, boom, you turn it right back on, you have conversation and kids interact, you know, and so that yeah, right is, here. I mean, yes, it's, it's, it's money. And the cool thing is like what students will see, they'll see reminders when they go to add a response, hey, it's moderated, okay, but when they submit, they'll see, hey, remember, it's moderated, right, it'll be visible when it's approved. And even when they submit it, they'll have that confirmation that, oh, cool, I did it. It went to the right place. I know my teacher has it moderated. So not only for assessment, we've seen this used in really creative ways like virtual help desks mm. or video voicemail that educators are doing like tutorials or resource centers or one-on-one -on -one support, um, tons of possibilities. But the help center in Flipgrid really truly is this magical place that you find best practices, resources, ideas. Um, here's some great getting started resources for students, including how to submit and record a video. So there's a video you can show your students or a quick step-by-step -step with some visuals. And there's one other thing I wanna point out right here. You'll find right here with the globe icon, ideas, tips, and best practices. So not only do we have ideas for pedagogy and, and how you can really use this to transform teaching and learning, but I wanna point out some of these um, integration docs. So let's just, I'm gonna quick click on this real quick and say, I'm gonna come to, here's a high school math one, for example. You basically will have a ton of ideas and a ton of topics to spark those brain zings right at your fingertips that you can go in and get from the dis you know the discovery library as long as like really truly what's the reasoning and logic behind this right so the help center help center help center one of your best friends help.flipgrid.com but it's actually even easier than that i just toggled back right to flipgrid and if you notice in the top corner hey there it is inside of flipgrid so if you want to click on it and search oh hey video mo yeah now i know and it'll tell you exactly in admin how to do all of those things so aaron i i quoted gi joe recently did you watch gi joe growing up <laughs> oh, oh man did i watch gi joe okay, so like, yeah. knowing is half the battle right <laughs> but i like to channel the like shira unicorn vibes sometimes and I 100% believe that we are better together. And even though I work for Flipgrid, even though I'm doing this stuff every day, I don't have all the answers. I don't have all the ideas. And that's okay because I've got a ton of awesome friends, colleagues, my professional learning network, people around the world, passionate educators, sharing ideas every day on social, right? So it's a truly better together sort of approach to our our roles as educators and on our blog we're sharing these like flipgrid fresh ideas and you'll see like just ideas from incredible educators everywhere whether it's utilizing 
you know, every Flipgrid response automatically creates a QR code, but when you use Flipgrid to scan the QR code, it displays an augmented reality. So that's this like crazy way to bring student voice to life, but birthday celebrations and oh my gosh, Randall Sampson talking about attendance reports because check this out. All he did was click that export data option built right inside of Flipgrid. So this is a fun way to just get ideas from educators, but I want to click on, where did it go? Where did it go? Oh my gosh, I have so many things open, friends. Let's do this. <laughs> I'm going to come back right here to flipgrid.com and click on remote learning guide at the top. So whether you're face-to-face, -face, whether you're hybrid, whether you're remote, first of all, teachers are the absolute best and they're making the world go round every day, but we're trying to make it easy by providing, providing resources. And one of these resources, not only we have a ton of translations available in the guides to help communities, but we have these like learning ideas, again with the better together mindset, that if you're elementary, if you're middle school, high school, post-secondary or coaching, check out this middle school playlist. So like ideas for mindfulness, SEL, right? There's that SEL playlist in the Discovery Library. Come here, get some ideas. I love this one for advisories. Mm -hmm. How can you check in with your students for your you know, period three advisory class, lit circles, lab stations? And when you scroll down again, click on these links and it'll take you right to all of these resources. It's incredible. And I mean, this is, this is so phenomenal. I mean, your, your energy is contagious. And, and for those that are maybe just dabbing their toe in the flip grid, the community is just as energetic and it's one of the most helpful groups period, whether it's, it's, it's people like you and on the flip grid team um, reaching out and providing support and just the teachers using it. I mean, the, the, the hashtags on, on Twitter, whether if you're on that, but just this page, just the site is always being updated. There's yeah. so much to it, but at the end of the day, just as you said, start small, keep it simple and you just build more more things to be more robust when the time is right and at the end of the day it's all about what's your need and how this tool can help you do that and so yeah. and this has been incredible i know people are going to be checking out the on-demand pd uh, hopefully they took a look at that before if not they're going to be inspired to do it after all the resources are going to be listed for them to explore you know and i and i and i think as you're talking all the things is you know if you haven't earned your your flipgrid educator badge mm -hmm. level one i think that becomes a challenge because that'll also help you create and produce and kind of go through some of that stuff and and even if you're like oh my gosh i'm not into the badge thing you know what then the yeah. challenge for you then is to create one little small task um in some way that you're teaching that could help build some of that interactive some of that student voice start yeah. there and see how it works and i think you know as you want feedback to reach out to the community and everybody at large because they're more than willing to help they've helped me time and time again and i know that they'll definitely help you yeah, and the cool thing, I mean, if I could leave you with any encouragement is don't be afraid to push buttons, right? When we think about our own learning experiences, it's we learned through play. We learned through exploration. We learned by trying. We learned by failing. We learned by getting up again and, and going again, right? So tons and tons and tons of possibility, tons of resources, but also encouragement, support celebration and community, right? Because we truly are better together.
We are. And this has been so good. I can't thank you enough for squeezing uh, us in here for this learning. I know it's going to inspire so many to get going. I can't wait to share um, the ideas that, that come from this. I know these, these educators uh, personally, and they are amazing, and they're going to do incredible stuff. And sometimes it's just having their eyes open to all the things that they just don't have enough time in the day to see. And so here we are. So thank you so much for making this happen. It's so good. It's always, I always get so jacked up every time I get a chance to speak with you or watch uh, one of your things online. And so um, oh, thanks thank for all you. that you do. Thanks for inviting me to come in specifically to share with your communities. And please don't hesitate to reach out. I mean, you can find me on social always at Flipgrid or with the hashtag Flipgrid for all. I'm Ann Cosma 723 on social. Send me a tweet, send me a DM. We're on every social platform you can imagine. But on behalf of all of Team Flipgrid, Thank you. Thank you for doing what you're doing every single day to empower your scholars and your learning community. We are inspired by you and your heart every single day. So this is love out from me to you and from our team to all of you. Erin, thanks so much for reaching out and uh, you guys, we'll see you out there someday. Awesome. Thank you so much.